Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Borg Warner. Feel good about driving. Bridgestone. Your journey. Our passion. Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai. New thinking, new possibilities. Hello and welcome to AutoLine Daily. We're glad you joined us as we bring you some of the most important developments taking place in the automotive industry. Uh-oh, looks like GM's problems are far from over. Despite recalling nearly 14 million vehicles in the U.S., looks like another 2 million are on the way. NHTSA is investigating safety issues regarding corroding brake lines in GM pickups from 1999 through 2003, and braking issues with 2014 Impalas and headlight failures with GMC Acadias and Saturn Outlooks. Volvo just released teaser images of the upcoming XC90, and by the looks of it, the crossover's interior is much more upscale than before. As you can see from the pictures, the new XC90's interior is sleeker because most of the buttons have been removed. Most functions will now be controlled by the iPad-sized touchscreen in the center stack. And this shows how Volvo's new head of design, Thomas Ingenloth, is putting his stamp on the way that Volvo's look. Mini really hasn't done anything all that new or exciting lately, until, that is, it just showed off its Superleggera Vision concept. The open-top two-seat sports car mixes handcrafted coachwork with classic Mini styling. Hey, do we see a hint of the original Jaguar XKE in there someplace? The concept is powered by an electric motor, but we don't know anything else about it. You know, it'd be kind of cool to see a gas-powered engine under the hood with a manual transmission and rear-wheel drive. That would give Mini something to go up against Mazda's MX-5 or the Subaru Scion twins. Automakers historically have had a contentious relationship with their dealers. They're always telling dealers how to run their business, especially when it comes to upgrading their stores and adopting customer satisfaction programs. Even though we could not name one car company executive who ever sold cars for a living, they all seem to think they know how to sell cars better than the people who have been doing it for their entire careers. So here's an interesting twist of events. Unlike in America, in Europe, car companies are allowed to own some of their dealerships. But Daimler just announced it's going to sell all of its company stores in Germany. Why? Because they all lose money. Instead, it will sell Mercedes-Benzes through independent franchise owners who know a thing or two about how to move the metal. The Union of Concerned Scientists just came out with one of its bogus studies Again, it compared the fleet average greenhouse gas emissions of each automaker in the U.S. market and it crowned Hyundai-Kia as the greenest automaker while it excoriated GM, Ford, and Chrysler as the worst. We call this a bogus comparison because while Hyundai and Kia make very good cars, they don't offer a full lineup of vehicles. Neither does Honda, which came in second place. They don't make full-size pickups or full-size SUVs which get factored into the average. If the Union of Concerned Scientists really wanted to offer a helpful comparison, they would break their comparison down into categories of vehicles. 
They should be telling us who's the best in compact cars, who's the best in full-size sedans, and then full-size trucks, and so on, and not average those all together. Why penalize companies that make products which fit the needs of so many buyers? Of course, we don't think they'll ever do a fair comparison. Why? Because the Union of Concerned Scientists has a political agenda, and providing unbiased apples-to-apples comparisons are not part of that agenda. Hey, coming up next, Google has thrown down the gauntlet for the rest of the automotive industry. Red alert! Red alert! All hands on deck! Here's another great thing about the all-around performance of our Dueler tires. A comfortable, quiet ride. Oh. At Bridgestone, our passion for performance knows no bounds. Up to now, Google has been using Toyotas and Lexuses to develop its autonomous technology. But in a move that should send shockwaves through the global automotive industry, yesterday, Google showed its own prototype autonomous car. Even though it's one of the most hideous looking cars you'll ever see, it is stunning to see that Google has taken the steps to develop its own cars. Take a look. It was a big decision for us to go and start building our purpose-built vehicles for this. And really, they're, they're prototype vehicles. They were a chance for us to, to explore what does it really mean to have a self-driving vehicle. But in the small amount of time we've been working on it, you know, we have functional prototypes, and that's exciting. Um, it's really cool. It, it was like really kind of a space-age experience. Oh, okay. We're like queens. You sit, relax, you don't need to do nothing. It knows when it needs to stop, it knows when it needs to go. <laughs> it actually rides better than my own car. Yes, sure. <laughs> what she really liked was that it slowed down before it went around a curve and then accelerated in the, in curve. the curve. She's always trying to get me to do, do it that way. That's the way I learned in <laughs> high school driver's ed. So if I had a self-driving car, I could spend more time hanging out with my kids or helping them with their homework, even just tending to them, finding out how their day was and not having to wait till you get home and have dinner and all that. So it'll be good. Human feeling of it is very well engineered and it is very smooth. There's nothing that makes you feel the least bit threatened. It's impressive. I'm, I'm totally in love with this whole concept. <laughs> our, our lives are made up of lots and lots of little things. And a lot of those little things for most people have to do with getting from place to place in order to connect and do things, you know, be with people, go places that they need to go and do things. And uh, so there's a big part of my life that's missing and there's a big part of my life that a self-driving vehicle would bring back to me. This is a first step for us uh, and it's really exciting to see the progress we've made. The opportunity for people to just move around and, and not worry about it, it's going to be incredibly empowering and incredibly powerful for people. I love this! <laughs> Google says it plans to build 100 of these prototypes, and if everything goes well with its initial tests, the company wants to begin a pilot program within the next several years in California. Interestingly, Google built the cars in the Detroit area, though it will not name the company which it worked with, we're positive it was not one of the Detroit automakers, but there are a number of prototype shops in the Detroit area with the capability to make these prototypes. So now the question every strategic planner at every car company is going to have to ask is, is Google getting into the car business? 
Hey, before we go, don't forget to join us for AutoLine After Hours. Tomorrow night, starting at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, we'll have Monty Carrot, the chief engineer for the Toyota Camry, on the show. Here's your chance to get an insider's view of the product development of one of the best-selling cars in the American market. No, make that the best-selling car. So join me and Gary Vasilash for some of the best insider discussions in this business. And that wraps up today's report. Thanks for watching, and please join us again right here tomorrow.